Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa, from coast to coast and around the world. Thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about why it's important to stop those old, comfortable, and ineffective patterns and instead take action in order to create transformation in your marriage. And I want you to think about this quote from Leah Mercer, who wrote in her book, Who We Were Before. She said, marriage doesn't have the power to bind. Only the actions of two people can do that. Forever and happy endings aren't a given. And that's what happens when you fall into those patterns of comfortable and ineffective uh, behaviors. And that's what we're going to be pulling apart in today's show. But before we get into that, we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And the hug is an opportunity for you to share how what you've taken from One Extraordinary Marriage has impacted your marriage and created transformation. And it's a great way for, for you to hear from others just like you and see what's going on in their lives. And this week's hug is brought to you by One Extraordinary Marriages. He zigs, she zags. Get your communication on the same path. And you can check it out at hezigsshezags.com. Do you remember how you felt when you first met your partner? How close you were? Like you were soulmates? Like you could talk about anything? And then life seemed to happen to the two of you. Conversation that used to last hours now lasts minutes if it even happens at all. Now imagine having that same level of connection, communication, and intimacy that you had in the beginning for the life of your marriage. He zigs, she zags, gives you the tools that you need to have the communication that you desire. This is not just about looking into each other's eyes and sharing your deepest feelings. This is about giving the two of you a map to better communication. Get yours today at hezigsshezags.com. And this one starts off, hey guys, does seven days out of sex, seven days of sex in nine count? We did it. This is definitely a we did it. Absolutely. Yes. And yes, it does count. But she goes on to say, even if it doesn't, our first challenge has made a huge difference. We're a couple that normally had sex every other day for nine plus years of our marriage. Problem was, it felt like more of an obligation for me, the lower desire spouse. I never felt like we made any headway when we talked infrequently about how whether or not this was really working for us. Since we started doing your he zig, she zags, listening to bring back the spark and committing to our first seven day challenge, our marriage is on the way to amazing in all caps. We have committed to shocking scheduling the following a weekly state of our marriage conversation date night assigned to each of us once a month. Mm. This is a new concept for us and four seven day challenges over the next 12 months. Wow. Next June will be our 10 year anniversary and we're planning to make the whole year a celebration by being intentional about our marriage. Right on. My husband now says, come on, honey, it's on the calendar. Let's go. I even bought a big calendar so that I could use my colorful markers to make each month fun on the way from Amazon and devotional so we can bring God into our relationship. This will be big for us. 
We both we've both got to get over our jitters about this form of intimacy, but I'm certain it will make even more mm. of a difference. Since our seven and nine day challenge, we've explored new rooms, new times of the day, and new positions. Oh, and we're feeling much more connected. No surprise. Love I'm it. so thankful to have found you. Bless you both. I love that. Wow. That's, that's yeah. amazing. Seven out of nine. That's what we did it all day long. All it. day. And we're so excited to hear about the transformation. And, and you know, this couple um, isn't just our hug of the week. They actually are an example of making change no matter how long you've been married. Right. You know, we taught Tony opened the show talking about the fact that we're, you need to stop those old, comfortable and ineffective patterns. And that's exactly what this couple is doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're an example that it's never too late. I think a lot of people get to this point where they're like, oh, well, we've been married, you know, three, four, five, 20 years. There's nothing mm-hmm. we can do about it now, right? This is just, just the way we are, right? Well, this is just the way he is or, you know, my favorite. Well, it is what it is, Elisa. Mm-hmm. I get that and I like want to like pluck my eyeballs out. It's like nails on a chalkboard to me because the fact of the matter is, is that it is what it is as a cop out. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, here's a couple going on 10 years of marriage. They were even having sex pretty regularly. Right. Like, you know, I think she said every other day, but it wasn't working. Why? Because they weren't being intentional about all aspects of their marriage. Right. Right? You know, they made a decision. That's why I love it. And we're going to put links to the different things that they mentioned um, just so that you guys can see what other resources this couple has checked out. But they made a decision to get back to basics by having a state of our marriage conversation once a week. Which means this couple, and this is something we outline in He Zigs, She Zags. This is a couple that's going to sit down and say, hey, what's going on with us? What's going on with you? What's going on with me? What's going on with our dynamic? How are we doing? Right? They're not going to wait until like the wheels fall off and the engines, you know, sputtering to go, oh, Houston, I think we have a problem. (laughs) Right? They're deciding to have that conversation once a week. And some weeks there may be like, hey, we're all good. And other weeks it may be like, you know what? Last week was awful. Yeah. How do I know? Because Tony and I have this conversation once a week and some weeks are fabulous and we're just kind of sailing and some weeks we're just like, ugh. Yeah. Like what happened last <laughs> week? Like what? Why weren't we connected? Why weren't we connected? You know, this couple, I hope you heard, they're taking turns having date night. So not only are they realizing that they need to put date night on the calendar, which is a whole nother thing, they're taking turns so that one person is not always the one planning date night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is really cool. I mean, even if it's to the point, uh, it can be really simple too. You know, for those of you who have youngins and you're like, oh man, it's hard for us to even get out on a date night. We've mentioned this before. When our kids were young, we would both take one child, get him to bed. Whoever got out first, you know, whoever was able to, to finish up with the child first, we would set up like a picnic in our living room. Mm-hmm. And that one, that person would go to the store or make a little quick meal or it might have been a dessert, put up some candles, Take out, whatever it was, whatever it was. And then we would just have like a little late night picnic on our living room floor, mm-hmm. you know, and for those of you who have older kids, you know, this is a, this is a great time to just put it on the calendar, right? I mean, it's why Elise and I take one day a week. It's our coffee break. And we take time to like look over our day, our week. So we know, Hey, what's coming up? What's what, what are the activities the kids are doing? What are our activities? You know, are we going to be able to get that date night in this week or are we going to have to push it to next week? You know, we, we want to get away once a quarter. You know, what weekend are we going to do that? And so it's vital 
mm-hmm. to be able to do those things and, and think outside the box. Like again, get uncomfortable, get away from, you, you know, the old, the old way of thinking like, Oh, the only way we can go on a date is that we have to go to a restaurant and we have to go to a movie. You don't make it, make it something special. I was talking to some guys recently um, and just saying how, you know, when there was a time period where Elisa and I would just go for drives, you know, it was something that we would just, that was our date. We just get out and we go for a drive and just loved those times together. Well, and you know, this couple takes it to a whole nother level because they're changing a lot of things all at once. And for right. some of you, that may be really hard because the other thing that they decided to do and they shared with us is that they've scheduled four, seven, seven days, days of sex challenges all in the same calendar year. So that's once a quarter. Once a quarter. They're saying, you know what? We're just going to be this intentional about this particular area of our life. They said that they've got an order coming in for a devotional. So they're going to be working on their spiritual intimacy, mm-hmm. right? There's a calendar coming, you know, a giant calendar so they can have fun and actually like put their life on this calendar. Right. Right. You know, all of these different things, because what did they realize? You know, what did she share in her hug with us? She said, you know what? We weren't talking that frequently. Sex had become an obligation, not a desire, even though it was still happening every day or every other day. So some of you are like, well, we're having sex every other day. We're good. Maybe. Maybe you're not because you're not having the conversations about it. Right? Maybe that's just a pattern that's been happening that is comfortable, but it's it's not at that extraordinary level. Right. And, you know, here's a couple that that decided to get intentional about their recreational intimacy and their emotional intimacy and all these things. Why? Because spontaneity wasn't happening in the way that either one of them would have liked. Mm -hmm. Right. Because that's one of the biggest pushback, probably the biggest pushback that Tony and I get about anything that we share with you guys about, you know, scheduling sex or scheduling, you know, state of our marriage conversations or scheduling date nights or anything. People are like, but I want it to be spontaneous. You know, the birds chirping, the violins, the rose petals. I want spontaneity. And the fact of the matter is, is that we don't live in that world. That's called Hollywood. That's called, you know, romance authors. The rest of us all live in a life that has a lot of structure to it. Mm-hmm. So you've got to work your spontaneity into your structure if you want it to happen. Otherwise, you you get to a point where you're like, we haven't had a date in six months. And you can work that spontaneity in. You really can, folks. And it's it's one of those things that we just need to look at and go, you know what? If If you want to be spontaneous and fun and you know that, let's put it, just going back to the date night example, you know date night's coming up, Right. And maybe for you as a husband, you're taking the lead on this one. This is this is your way to be spontaneous. Hey, you could have it where you call into the restaurant, you have it all set up, you have the food already ordered. You whisk your wife away and you drive her there. It's already ordered, your drinks come to the table, and you're good to go. You know, that's that's something you could do. It might be that, hey, with the intimacy lifestyle. Oh, I've got first, a good one for intimacy lifestyle. Okay. And it, let me just ask okay. it, let me do this one real quick. It, it might be that you know, your days are Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. What you're going to do is, you know, for Sunday and Monday, maybe you're bringing a single rose, a single flower that she likes, a, a, a sunflower, a lily, whatever, a daisy, whatever rose or not rose, but whatever flower your spouse likes. Maybe it's something that you're leaving around the house for those two days. And then it's on Tuesday that maybe you end up getting a dozen for her. You know, there, there are different things you can do. What was your idea and example well one i just want to say that that 
date that Tony described where everything was ordered and you whisk her off and that type of thing. That was actually my 15th wedding anniversary, almost five years ago, um, where that exact thing did happen. And I will say it was wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Uh, on the intimacy lifestyle, I was actually working with a husband and wife and we were talking about this very thing about, you know, how to break out of the rut, right? They'd adopted the intimacy lifestyle. They were scheduling their days, but sex was still very much kind of a routine Mm-hmm. structured thing and so you know i'm having this conversation with the wife and i said well well how could we you know how could you get creative on this and she's like well you know we have an office with a door that locks Perfect. and i was like winner and uh they did and it was great so you know it's it's having that spontaneity like intimacy lifestyle it's there but that doesn't mean you know she knew what her days were to initiate doesn't mean that she had to just, you know, like crawl into bed just naked on Tuesday night and be like, I'm naked. Let's have sex. It was like, no, meet me in the office. Oh, that's a surprise. That will definitely shake things up. Right. Totally. You know, and, and, and the reason these patterns develop, right? Because we're talking about all the ineffective patterns. The reason these patterns develop is because we usually have some vague idea that these things are important. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we get married and, you know, there's this idea that, okay, you know what? Sex is important to married couples check. Yeah, I know that. And I know we need to spend time together. Check. Check. Okay. And we probably, you know, should discuss our finances, discuss our faith. And, you know, it might be a good idea to actually have conversations. Yes. All of those things we get at the very surface level. The problem is, is that, well, there's usually two problems. One is life gets in the way and, and you don't know what you don't know. So you just keep doing what you've been doing. Right. So date night is dinner and a movie. And, you know, you talk about money only on the days that the bills are due or somebody spent more and the credit card bill came in. That's when you have your money conversations. And, well, sex, yeah, we need to do that to make babies. But after we've made our babies, well, then, okay, we're good. Right. So, so there's this idea that things are important, but we fall into old patterns. And yes, we typically, what ends up happening is if we try something new and it doesn't work out that first time, we go back and, and I can raise my hand on this. You know, we've done that before. We're, we're, we're trying to seek a new way to do something, mm-hmm. be it a position, maybe sexually. It might be, you know, going out to a new restaurant that we're not sure about and it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the knee jerk reaction is sort of like, that was horrible. Like we, we can't ever do that again. And I think what we really need to do as married couples is to look at that as just as a learning point and not a, a time and a place where we point our finger at our spouse and go, that's all your fault that, that, that didn't work. Right. Or them pointing to you and going, Hey, that didn't work because of you. It's like, we learn, we grow together. Right. I mean, that's part of the process in this journey of marriage it's like we didn't say I do and then everything poof was exactly the way it should be. Mm-hmm. It's a journey that we go on together and sometimes we're going to stumble and fall and, and maybe even skin our knee. You know, I think about like when I hiked the Pacific Crest Trail from Mexico to Canada. You know, the thing I had to do, no matter if yesterday wasn't the perfect day, I still had to get up and I still had to hike another 20 miles to make it to my destination. And not every day was the best day. There were many a days that I had blisters on my feet, all over my feet, and I wanted to quit and I wanted to stop. And yet it was through the learning process of how to rid my body of those blisters quicker 
quickly that I made it all the way to Canada. Same thing with our marriage, right? I mean, if that position doesn't work the first time, let's talk about it. Let's not be scared to talk about it too. Because I think that's what brings us back to those old, comfortable, and ineffective patterns is that we do something and then we never even bring it back up to our spouse. Where we need to be able to go to our spouse and go, hey, you know what? Last night, that position is a little tricky for me to get into or out of. Or that restaurant we went to, the ambiance was just not what I was expecting or really liked. Or whatever it may be. But we need to be willing to open up, just like what we share in He Zigs, She Zags, is being able to have those state of our marriage conversations and and break it apart and go, that's why it didn't work. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, time of the month for me, like I just didn't feel good, whatever it may be. Like I was having a rough day because of the kids were doing this or, you know what, at the end of the day for work, I just had a client that just was hammering me and it just took my my mental capacity. And I wasn't fully engaged with you. But when we don't talk about it, when we don't bring it up again, then we just slide back into what we used to do and we never grow. We don't wake up the next day and hike those next 20 miles and learn again. Absolutely. And that's, that's what's so special about this couple that wrote in because, you know, here they are, they're getting ready to celebrate their 10th wedding anniversary right? and they've made a decision to grow. Right. And, and, and what's so special about them is that they made a decision to grow together instead of growing apart. Right. Because when we're when we're stuck in our problems, like I said, that either life is getting in the way or you don't know what you don't know or you don't know how to fix it. And so that fear keeps you from doing anything. When you're in that place, there's this increasing level of frustration for the two of you because, you know, on some level that things need to change. Right. Right. You have this sense. Some of you have even said the words out loud, like something needs to change, but you just have this sense of uneasiness and, and it, which starts to manifest itself, maybe in anger, maybe in irritation, maybe in frustration. It doesn't matter what word you use. It's just that something shutting off. down, you know, not listening anymore, just brushing your spouse off. Absolutely. I mean, we've done all of those. Mm-hmm. That, that's why we bring them up. And, and you get to this point where you know something needs to be different, but you don't know what. And that's exactly where this couple found themselves, right? And so what do you do when those old, comfortable, and ineffective patterns are are just driving a wedge between the two of you? And the first thing is is that you got to figure out what you don't know, right? Like this couple, you know, the resources that they tapped into, um, he zigs, she zags. They recognized that communication was a challenge in their marriage. Why? Because that program is called He's like, she zags, getting your communication on the same path. So I don't even know this couple outside of the, the email communication, but I know that if they're working on communication, that's something they've identified, right? They've identified that nine plus years of marriage, we're not, we're talking infrequently about certain subjects. Certain subjects are uncomfortable for us. We need resources around that. They figured out what they didn't know. Then they made the decision to jump into learning. Right. Because, and I want to, I want to say something here. A lot of people think when their spouse says, Hey, you know what? We need to work on our communication or we need to work on our finances. What you hear is we have a problem and you don't like the way I'm doing this. So you're trying to fix me. What your spouse might really be saying is we're okay, but what if we got a few extra tools and we became extraordinary? Mm -hmm. So stop putting it through the filter that everything is wrong and you're trying to, they're trying to fix you and instead embrace the idea that 
you know what? Maybe we're okay. But what would extraordinary look like in our home? Right? Because I will tell you that when Tony suggested the 60 days of sex challenge, almost, well, we're probably right about nine years now. Mm-hmm. Right? In, yep. right in, yeah. In this window, we're at nine years. Nine years ago, um, there was my initial reaction, I will tell you, was he's trying to fix me once again. Once again, it's all about sex. Tony's identified a problem, thinks he's got a solution, and you know he's fixing it. What I had to realize was Tony was trying to make us better. So when your spouse comes to you and says, hey, let's work on our communication. Let's check out he's eggs, she's eggs. Let's get some help in our, in our finances. Let's get some help. You know, let's pick up a devotional. They're not attacking you, right? They're trying to take you from where you are today as a couple not as an individual, as a couple to take you to the next level mm-hmm. because the extraordinary is pretty flipping amazing. I will tell you, we've been walking it for a number of years now. And when you make that decision to jump into learning together, when you make that decision to grow, does that mean you both are going to be growing at the same rates? No. No. Does it mean that there are going to be days when one of you is just like digging in your heels going, I don't want to do this today? Yes. But you've made this decision, right? You know, it's like when I'm talking to my coaching clients all the time, I'm talking about the fact that we're on a team, right? It'll be team, you know, Susie and Bob or team Mike and Sally or team, you know, Joe and Tara, whatever it is, you're a team, right? And teams work together. Teams grow together. Teams figure out what they don't know and they get resourced, Mm -hmm for those because the only way to break out of what you've been doing is to actually learn and implement something new. So you've got to like, as you're going through this process, you're figuring out what you don't know. You're making the decision to jump into learning and then you're committing to making change, right? Cause just like Tony was sharing with you guys a few minutes ago that you know, there have been times in your marriage and in ours when we've tried a new position or we've tried a new restaurant or we've tried a new something uh, only to have disastrous results. You know, I mean, there have been positions where I'm like, honey, I feel like I'm playing Twister here. Like, you know, red foot over, you know, left arm. And I'm just like, I, I can't even, I can't even figure out what we're talking about here. Right. And there are times we go back to what's comfortable because it's like, all right, in this place, we're not engaging, right? Like it's, it's not having the desired result. But then after we talk about it, like, why didn't that work? What could we do differently next time? And, and just because something didn't work, just because, you know, the restaurant, you know, brought out cold French fries, Tony's biggest pet peeve in a restaurant. Yes. Um, For all you French fry lovers, I think you can relate. Yeah. I, I just now tell waitresses or waiters when they first come and take our order, just bring his French fries extra hot. It, it'll be good for everybody. But, you know, whatever it is that doesn't work isn't the end, right? Just because it didn't work it just means we've got to figure out a different way. Right. Yeah. We've got to figure out how can we, I mean, this couple that said, you know, new rooms, new times a day and new positions that was in seven out of nine days. That's it. It was, it was a week, right? That they started exploring all of this. Was it a home run every time? I have no idea. I can guess cause Tony and I've done enough of these, but what they did was they made this, this commitment to taking their marriage to the next level. And they didn't just commit to each other, you know, and that kind of like ties into your whole wedding vows and things like that. They made the decision to commit to themselves. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you're aware of that or not, but when you, make a, when you make a commitment in your marriage, you're not just making that commitment to your spouse. Yeah. 
And, and can I bring up something? Yeah. As you as you do go through this growth period and this time together, and it will continue to happen. I believe there are times when you got to overcome the biggest factor that's stopping you from growth and and in pulling you back to those old, comfortable, and ineffective patterns, and it's fear. You know, it's fear. So we got to break that fear in what you're looking at doing. This past weekend, I went to the river with a bunch of buddies, and we ended up at this this one cove area called Happy Hour. Wasn't sure why they called it Happy Hour. I still don't know why they call it Happy Hour. All I know is that there was a 30-foot rock structure. Okay, can I just... No, we're not going there. But <laughs> okay. here's, here's the thing that I... Like, looking at it, like, going into it, they... The uh, the guy who was taking us there was like, oh, it's this 30-foot, you know, jump and into the water. And I'm like, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And it's one of those things. I used to mountaineer. I, believe me, folks. I used to rock climb. I used to – I've, I've done mountaineering climbs where I've been on, you know, these knife edges looking down 2,000 feet on both sides of me and all that. Since kids, I just don't do that. It's something that just honestly gives me – um, His hands are sweating right now. It gets now. sweaty, yeah. But I, but I, I want to know that heights. It's almost like a fear of heights, right? And and that ability to to seek and go up there, and even to take Elisa to something fun and high and and enjoy it together. I'm not saying we ha- we'd have to jump into the water together, but anyways, I get up on this 30 foot rock and I'm looking down, and no kidding, I uh, the 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 one thing I want I wanted to run back. <laughs> Unfortunately, you really can't because if you do, it's really sort of steep and you're going to just slide all on your butt all the way down into the water. So I had to sit there and make that decision to jump. It was a fear that I had been facing and I jumped. And guess what? I survived. So the fear that you may be facing, whatever it may be, we need to address that and why it's stopping you from, from new growth, right? Because... I could have just sat in the boat and gone back afterwards. And as we left, been like, could have, should have, would have. That could have been me. And honestly, I thought it was going to be me at, at one point. And I just decided in that time frame and going up to there that I need to overcome this. Mm. Now, did I go up there again and do it again? No, I sort of landed weird. And, and instead of penciling it, and I sort of landed on my butt. And that didn't feel really good. Um, so for those of you who are like cliff jump divers and stuff. You probably know what I'm talking about, but it was a fear. The fear was stopping me from really enjoying the growth. And man, when I got down and it was done, it was like, okay, I grew there. Maybe just a little bit. It wasn't perfect. Will I still get, you know, will I get, have a little fear when I go back up there and do it again the next time I go to the river? Probably. But I, I keep going after it. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's, that's such a key thing is that, you know, fear is really what keeps couples and individuals from moving forward. And so wherever you've been in the past, whatever these patterns of behavior have been that have kept you kind of held in place, you've got to remember that your past does not define your present. That's right. And, and you don't have to let it impact your future. Right. That's a lie that you are, you know, well, I, I'm just a product of my past. That's a lie. You have resources available to you today that your past self did not have. 
Mm-hmm. If you choose to step into that, if you choose to say, you know what, I, I, we need to get this he's zig, she zags program, or you know what, maybe we need to take it to the next level and we need coaching or I need coaching because it's just like, I, I'm struggling doing it by myself. Like I, I'm at that 30 foot cliff, like Tony was just talking about. And you know, I need somebody to give me a little push, um, to face my fears. Right. I'm sure Tony, Tony left that part out, but I'm sure some of his buddies were giving him a hard time about how fast he would. Yeah, or how long it was taking them to jump. They were. I don't remember it at, at this point. I'm sure in time. you blocked it all out. Yeah, I do. And, and but but they were there, them, and they were encouraging. The encouragement of those guys was what you know because at one point it was the three, two, one, go, and that that honestly was what got me to just jump because I was I was standing there. I was him and Han, and, and then the group of guys said three, two, one, and guess what. I stepped off. Sometimes you need a little tough love. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing because sometimes you're just stuck. And, and these, these ineffective patterns, they're, they're robbing your marriage of the joy. They're robbing your marriage of the extraordinary. And, and they're robbing you of who you were designed to be. Right? So today, this week, we want you to figure out what you don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay? We want you to make a decision to jump into learning. In whatever area that is. And like I said, we're going to list a number of resources that we mentioned throughout the show in the show notes. So come back to, uh, this is episode 341 and get, click on those. See what, see what those programs are. See what the coaching looks like. Then ultimately commit to making the change and do one thing this week that is going to start breaking you out of those old ineffective patterns. Yep. So go do it. And it's one thing. That's it. Every week we come here and we share something new with you to try one new thing with this, you know, try it, test it out. And then it just compounds it. It grows on top of each other. It grows, it grows. You're learning, you're, you're adjusting. So do that this week. Pick one of those things. Pick one that will just be like, hey, this is it. And be intentional about it. Write it on your calendar. Say what you're going to do this week. Does it mean that, hey, I'm going to make it a point to talk to my spouse about um, our sex life? each and every day this week. If that's what your intention is, then go for it. Is it, hey, we're gonna put a date on the calendar for the seven days of sex challenge? Then do it. Is it we wanna get on the same path with our communication? Then pick up he's like, she's Zags. Whatever you do, go out there, make it happen, you guys. Break those old habits, break those patterns, and enjoy the marriage. Live the extraordinary marriage you desire. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week. 